Welcome to episode 58 of How to Be a Steminist. Today, I'm going to be telling you four things that you need to develop in order to become a strong leader in a male-dominated environment. These also happen to be the four things that I'll be teaching in my new program called Female STEM Leaders Training and Mastermind Series. So this will give you a little bit of an intro as to what this group program is all about. But if you're not able to join or if you're listening to this episode way into the future when this series is finished, then you will still be able to get a lot out of it in terms of a good starting point as to where you should focus your attention in order to become an effective leader, even though you're a minority in the workplace. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Before I get stuck into today's episode, I have got to tell you about my weekend away. So if you listened last week, I I think I did tell you that... I was planning on going away and we did. We went away glamping, so an outdoor kind of half indoor, half outdoor type event, which is what we're allowed to do here in the UK based on uh, COVID restrictions. We went away with, uh, there were 14 adults and six children, (laughs) five of whom were under the age of two and my two dogs had to come along as well because we couldn't find a dog sitter our usual dog sitter was away it was like literally the only weekend off every year that she takes off so yeah we had to take the dogs as well my dogs don't have great recall. They are beagles they follow their noses and they just kind of they just go off adventuring on their own and I just don't trust them to come back. So it it was a pretty full on weekend. Also, the thing is, I haven't socialized with that many people for such a long time. So at the moment, I think the restrictions are, to be honest, I find it quite hard to keep up. But I believe the restrictions are that you are allowed to um, socialize with up to 30 people outside. So we had 20 people all together, including the kids. And it was pretty full on. Uh, the other thing that was interesting was that, you know, if, if I'm totally honest, this group of friends, we have a good time together. We often get together and we usually drink. <laughs> and because I am currently 33 weeks pregnant, I was not drinking. There were luckily a couple of others who weren't drinking either. So I was at least able to keep on the same level as others. But yeah, it was quite difficult. So 
yeah, props to those who choose not to drink um, or have given up drinking in the midst of a social group who do. It was, yeah, it was quite full on, but it was so much fun to see everyone. It was the first time I've seen all of them together since New Year's 2019. So the New Year's just before COVID hit, that's about 18 months ago. Um, So yeah, it was really fun. Lots of energy used, didn't get lots of sleep. And to be honest, I have, I'm still feeling a bit tired. I think I'm still recovering. Um, And it probably takes me a little bit longer for my energy to come back these days uh, because I am almost about to pop, which is exciting and scary at the same time. Anyway, I don't know about you, but have you recently jumped into a massive social situation where you felt like you had to learn to socialize again? Am I the only one or have you had that as well? I'd love to know. Get in contact with me. Send me an Instagram DM. I'd love to know what your experiences have been. So exciting news. The Female STEM Leaders Training and Mastermind Series enrollments have now opened. So this happened yesterday. Uh, Enrollments are now open. It's open to only 10 women who have leadership responsibilities. So if you manage one person or more in your team, or if you're literally about to step into that management position or leadership position, then you are eligible to join. I've had a couple of inquiries from people who don't yet manage anyone and that is totally fine. All of this knowledge is suitable for that as well. However, because this is an investment, I do want to make sure that all 10 participants will get the most out of it and you're not just going to be learning tools and frameworks from me. You're also going to be connecting with other people, other women in STEM who are at similar situations and phases of their career to you. So the conversation I really want to make sure that it is relevant to everyone. And if you're not quite in that management position yet, then you might feel like you're not really getting the value that you should be out of it. So that's the only reason why I am only allowing women who are in management positions or are literally about to step into that leadership role. Now, the reason this type of training is so important to women in male-dominated environments is, well, I guess there's a couple of things. Firstly, as minorities, we often have less relatable role models to emulate, to kind of model ourselves off. So I find with a lot of my private clients who I coach, they will say stuff to me like, oh, but... I feel like I'm too nice to be a leader. I feel like I'm not directive enough. I feel like I need to be more stern in order to be respected. And the only reason they think that is because the role models that they have had as leaders have all been quite masculine. So they are stern. They speak in a very directive manner. Maybe they're not super empathetic, but that works for them. There's nothing wrong with that if that works for them. 
that's their masculine traits. But if you don't feel like that is you and you're trying to pretend to be someone you're not, then it's really going to be an uphill battle for you to be successful in a leadership position. So as women in STEM, we have this extra added challenge of trying to figure out our own leadership style because there are so few of us to model ourselves off. You may actually know some female leaders who potentially aren't very nice people if I dare say that because what happens with a lot of these women who you know they battle their way up towards upper management or leadership positions is they end up pretending to be someone they're not they end up pretending like taking on all these masculine traits becoming one of the boys uh you know maybe it also manifests in things that what they wear, the behavior they portray in meetings, the way that they speak to others, and they end up being really unkind people because they're not being themselves. It's not genuine. And we don't necessarily want to become those people, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably the type of person who wants to become a leader in your own style, but have no idea how to, and maybe you just feel, oh, I'm not leadership material. But that's not true. More than ever, we need people with different leadership styles in order to encourage diversity in the levels below. So if you are completely different to the role models and the leaders that you have, then perfect. You are the perfect person to step into that leadership role next. Now, to develop your own leadership style can feel like a bit of a minefield, like where the heck do you start? Uh, I don't have any role models. I have no one to teach me. What do I do? Well, one of the things you can do is to enroll in the female STEM leaders training and mastermind series. It's open to only 10 women. So it's going to be a really intimate group and we will be catching up over four weeks in the month of July 2021. I will leave the link to the enrollment page in the show notes right at the top. So go and check out the details. I won't go into it too much here, but there will be four things that I teach. So over the four weeks, these are the four things I'm going to teach. And even if you can't enroll, I want you to focus your uh, attention to these four aspects of your career because these are going to be the foundations to you firstly having a fulfilling role and becoming an effective leader without trying to become someone else. Okay, so the first thing, and this is what we'll be talking about in week one of the series, is to get clear on your career direction. I know this seems like a bit of a step back in terms of leadership skills, because usually with leadership skills, you might think of them being, you know, how to manage people, how to have difficult conversations and all that kind of stuff. That stuff is really important. And I've got podcast episodes for all of those. So scroll back and have a look. But to become an effective leader, you must be clear on your own career direction. There's a couple of reasons for this. Firstly, if you are becoming a leader, you 
have the responsibility to help your team members or the people who you're managing to get clear on their career direction. And it's going to be really unconvincing for you to try and get them to develop their career path if even you have no idea which way you're going. So you've got to lead by example. You have got to get clear in your career direction. This is something I know so many women feel challenged by. It's really difficult to know which way to go. It might feel scary to specialize and pigeon, pigeonhole yourself into a specialty. Uh, you might feel like you're giving up other things that you enjoy if you follow a specific career path. So we will be talking all about that in week one. The other reason that it's really important for you to get clear in your career direction is because you have got to wake up every morning with purpose. If you are a leader, your job is to inspire action. You need to bring your team members along the journey with you, get them excited about the project or the feature that you're working on in an app. You've got to have your own purpose. You have to feel inspired yourself before you can inspire other people to take action. Otherwise, again, it's going to sound and seem really disingenuous when you can't even inspire yourself to get up every morning and you need to get other people to follow you. What will happen in week one of this training and mastermind series is that I will teach you a specific tool that you can use to develop your career direction, have a really, really good idea as to which way you're going. And then after that period of teaching within that 75 minute Zoom call that we'll have together in this small group, we will then do the mastermind part, which is basically coaching each other. So we will share and dive into your current career challenges in a group and help mastermind or problem solve a way to overcome those challenges. Next up in week two, the topic will be developing your own leadership style. So as I mentioned before, a lot of the time in STEM, women are in male-dominated environments. So it's quite difficult to find a role model to emulate who you feel connected to or who you feel like is a relatable role model. Most of our leadership role models are usually very masculine. They're very corporate. They speak in a certain way that might be quite stern or directive. But the thing is, if you try and emulate them because you believe that's what makes a good leader, then you'll end up feeling like an imposter. And you'll end up losing confidence in your real self because you're constantly trying to pretend to be someone you're not because you feel that being someone you're not is the best way you can become a good leader. This is not true, okay? You don't have to change your behavior just to become a well-respected leader. To become a well-respected leader, you first need to have confidence in yourself. You need to be able to trust yourself, trust your own opinions, trust your intuition. So in this week, in week two, we will be talking about how to find your own 
style of leading other people so that you can develop that confidence in yourself. If even you can't trust your own opinions and ideas, how the heck are you going to convince other people who you're leading to follow you, to do the things that you are telling them to do? It's going to be really difficult. So we have got to start at the root of the problem, which is figuring out how to grow your own confidence, how to figure out your own leadership style, and therefore knowing that your true self is good enough to be a leader so that other people follow you. So again, in week two, I will be teaching you a couple of tools and frameworks to start doing this in your own career. And then we'll delve into each participant's own career challenges to do with this topic so that we can brainstorm and mastermind a solution to any challenges that we're facing. Plus, we'll also have time to kind of revisit week one's topic because during the week, you will have tried a couple of the tools and frameworks that I taught and maybe you found some of them quite difficult or something didn't work or something worked really well that you want to share. So this is a good chance for you to connect with other women in the cohort as well. Okay, week three. The topic will be how to think strategically. If you've been a long-time listener, listener of this podcast, you will know how important strategic thinking is to being successful in the workplace. So, you know, if you haven't listened to these episodes I've got on strategic thinking, scroll back a little bit over the past few episodes and listen into those. But strategic thinking is just a skill like any other skill that can be learned. There's this misconception that, oh, only certain types of people are good at strategic thinking. Only... Um, men are good at being strategic or being strategic means being really sly and tricking people. And I don't want to become that. This is not true. Strategic thinking is beneficial to everyone. I won't go into it too much today because I've got other podcast episodes which you can listen to in order to learn all that stuff. And I will also be delving into it in much more detail in this mastermind and training series. Look, strategic thinking is much easier than you think. It's nothing about learning tricks to get people to say things that they didn't mean to say. It's nothing like that. It's just learning a couple of basic tools to help you zoom out of the detail because once you become a leader you can't get stuck in the detail you can't just think about the small things you have got to think big picture and the benefit to this is that you'll then be able to foresee risks and opportunities before they come along and that helps you to become really successful, right? It helps you to build a successful team. So it doesn't just make you look good, but it makes your team feel good about their work as well because you're their safety net. You have identified these risks and opportunities before they even came along. So you can grab those opportunities or you can avoid those downfalls and those risks. Strategic thinking is probably one of the most important skills to learn in order to become a good leader. So do not ignore this, whether you're joining in on the program or not, this is something you at any level of your career should start developing right now. 
And finally, week four, this will be the final week of the program. And this is something that all of you should also be working on is nail your influencing skills. So you have got to, if you are a leader, be able to influence others. Leading means inspiring others to do things, to inspire action, to get them on board with the mission or the plan that you've got in place. Not everyone's going to think the same and how boring would life be if everyone thought the same? You're going to come up against people who you lead or maybe your managers. You're going to come up against people who have different opinions to you and you need to learn some skills as to how to navigate that and influence them. Up until you become a leader, it is possible to get by on your own. It's lonely, it's probably more difficult, but it is possible. You can probably get your head down, get into your own little corner of work and do your job. Once you become a leader, you can only get so far on your own. You can't really do your job effectively by yourself because your your job is to lead other people, to get teams to work together. At some point, you are going to have to get help from either people who you manage or the people who manage you. So you might have to influence upwards as well. So we will be talking about some basic skills and some examples of how to influence people up or down. And we'll talk about the specific scenarios that you are going through as well. So what is happening in your workplace right now? What are you being challenged by when it comes to influencing? What are you having trouble with? And we will be able to mastermind some solutions as to how to overcome that. And you can go away and try that. To recap, there are four vital things that you have got to develop when you are a leader. The first is complete career direction clarity. You have got to get clear on your career direction. The second is you have to develop your own leadership style. This is even more important for women in male-dominated environments when you don't have a relatable role model. You must develop your own leadership style. Number three, how to think strategically. And finally, number four, nail your influencing skills. So look, these are things I'm going to go into so much detail on in the group program. So if this is something you're interested in, if you are a woman working in a STEM role with leadership responsibilities, you're welcome to join. You are eligible to come along. So go to the show notes. There is a link right at the top for you to find out more of the details and join if you feel that it's going to be valuable to you. If you have any questions, get in contact with me. Uh, Instagram is probably the quickest way you'll get a response from me, but you will have all of my details in the show notes. My Instagram handle is at Tiffany underscore. So DM me there. If you're not quite sure if this program is suitable for you or not, or if you feel like 
you know, there's something in the way, whether that's the timing of the sessions and all that kind of stuff, please do let me know. First of all, I will be recording the session. So replays will be available in case you can't make it to every single one. Um, But obviously, if you can come along to all of them, you will get the most value. Uh, what's the other thing? Oh, yeah, there's a special bonus as well. So for those who enroll before Wednesday, the 30th of June, 2021, so that's next Wednesday, you will also receive a free private coaching call with me that's worth a hundred pounds. So that is free for you. You'll get one-on-one advice from me with regards to your current career challenges and you'll come away with actions to take to move yourself forward. So if there's been something going on in your head, round and round in your head, and you're just like, I cannot get past this thing, I'll be able to help. Okay. So I really hope that you can join me in this group training and mastermind series for female leaders in STEM. I really look forward to seeing you there. If you've got any questions, shoot me a message on Instagram. But otherwise, I will see you next Wednesday for a fresh new episode. I can't wait to speak to you then. Bye.